1: Stat quo. Finna get a bag, busting down that blow out of East hope Wouldn't
2: know my name. Oh, yeah, what up? What up? Man, I love that beat. Sometimes I can't cut it off soon enough. But uh, yeah, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you, bringing you fantasy news today here with Bogart Scott Free. A.K.A. The Crotch. <laughs> Cock, where are you at, bro? The Crotch has taken your, has taken your crown, at least for a week. Uh, he, he's still a
1: champ, and it's going to be champ versus champ for, for the undisputed circle title.
2: Man, and I was even thinking like we need to have like a special episode of the Circle during the Pro Bowl or like some shit like that. You know, some shit that nobody really wants to watch, but keep our Sunday mode, you know, just going somehow.
1: I like it, Dying An- up.
2: Antonio. What up, bro? What up, Antonio? Oh yeah, it's about to be 4:20 on the East Coast. Ronald, I already got it packed up. About to smoke it up. What up, songs going on, bro? Lee in the building. What up, bro? Oh, yeah, and Big BS said Friday. What's up, peeps? Friday, a.k.a. Get High Day, even though it's really every day, but I love that saying, Friday, Get High Day. Everyone's getting paid. Everyone's getting paid today. Give me money day. I get high in the morning when I wake up, then
1: brush my teeth.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I remember there was this one line in uh, in the the rap group the Mary Jane Junkies from San Diego. So obviously I gravitated towards them. Nice. It was like I hit, I hit this chocolate swisher sweet before I even brushed my teeth. <laughs> First of <laughs> all, the, the chocolate
1: swisher sweet, come on.
2: Yeah, that shit's I I never could fuck with that. It had to be just cuz it rhymed with the rap somehow.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's all about it's all about uh as I as I like to uh, call it a pocket <laughs> you know I and mean? you gotta find a nice pocket in your rhymes, you know what I'm saying, your rhyme scheme. Cause it's technically not how you say it. I mean what you say is how you say it. You know what I mean?
2: At least yeah. for at least for me as a, as a consumer. And me, so like Mac Dre is one of them where, you know, he makes shit rhyme and, uh, you know, you never know how much is true and how much is just for the rhyme. But ta- his whole story about going to Benihana and was like, uh, she was like, oh, let's go to the elephant bar. And he's like, is that Ele- that elephant R? Elephant R? Bar? yeah, going to <laughs> Benihana's. So, man, I was I was a little bit upset when I found out that I couldn't order Mugu Pan at Benihana's. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the only thing that could rhyme with man. <laughs> then i spoke hey. japan give me muguga pan that's, that's not even japanese. japanese it's chinese you gotta to to be a
1: good mc right see because Dre people don't herald him as an mc but storytelling is a is a quality of a good mc and not that song oh, yeah one of one you know what i mean
2: because you could close your eyes and listen to that song and visualize the entire fucking thing like i wish there was a music video to go he had, along with that.
1: Yeah, another one where he talks about his experience in, in the Pinta way, you know what I mean? He's, oh, yeah. Hey, I've been down for so long staring at these prison walls. It's staring crazy walls because... Uh, you, you, it's,
2: you know Little C.S. in San Diego? Because he's someone who's gotten out of San Diego with his, his rep. I've never... I mean, I, I listen, man. If, if it's
1: like... Within the last ten years, I'm probably I'm I'm, I'm real shaky with it because I ain't never heard of him.
2: So I mean, he was coming up like around the same time Mitchy was, and all that. Oh, okay, okay, I think okay. his first joint came out in two thousand and one, uh, and he was actually I don't know if he the whole I mean at least the whole story that I heard is him and Mac Dre were in the pen somewhere throughout their uh, throughout their federal you know um, mm, okay. throughout their federal state. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the song that they dropped together was on Lil' CS's second album. And it was called Federal. And um, it was him and it was him and Mac Dre. And like, it's crazy because the whole beat is hella slow, but Mac Dre always raps hella fast. And so it's like a totally different type of spit where like he's rapping slow on purpose, but everything is just smooth. Sick. I like, hey, Mac Dre, he's,
1: he got many styles, bro. Like he. uh, Many hats. It's funny because I just remember this one. (laughs) He said, I'm a lead off hitter. John Ritter, big titter, (laughs) big shitter. Can't wait to get winner. <laughs> <laughs> Even shit like that always is like, yeah, he's busting because he's a pimp for real. Like, oh see, yeah, that's one thing too is like, whenever he was talking to pimp isms, you can never tell me it wasn't true because, like, you know, one of my one of my good buddies growing up, his aunt was one of his one of his bitches. You know what I mean? Okay. And like that's how. Remember, I've, I've told that Mac Dre story before. But you know what I'm saying? That that's a legend.
2: Movie. That's a legendary story. Oh yeah, song Mac Dre is the shit, man. That's that that's that. a lot of my. uh Seventeen to like I don't even know 23, 24. like man it was like all Mac Dre all the time.
1: It's crazy too because man like like when you know he was a uh, he had I mean he was a cult classic you know alive and then when he died it just like it's it's crazy how the like he would have been fizz dance, his-
2: the fizz dance made it on mainstream like radio like that's how like. <laughs> And, you know, the white people afterwards, when I found out what Fizz was, they're like, oh, shit, what have we we done?
1: That's ecstasy.
2: (laughs) We (laughs) thought it was just a cool dance.
1: I mean, you know and That's how dope he was that he loved that shit. He loved the ecstasy so much that he named the whole goddamn company after it, Fizz Entertainment. You know what I
2: mean? It It became a lifestyle that whether you were dropping, you know, whether you took it or not, I mean, it was just a, it was just a happy-go-lucky, yeah. like go crazy and wild lifestyle. Yeah, it's just turn it up. You know what I mean?
1: Like, hyphy for real. You know what I mean? Like, I, It's funny too because, like, you know, what I mean, like the way we use the term hyphy, it'd be like if a motherfucker really like, is really getting loked out. Like, I know this movie, getting hella hyphy over here, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's getting <laughs> loked out. Like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a party. It's going down. Have a good time. This guy shoot the club up, bro. Right? <laughs> motherfucker's being high you know what I mean? Like that's, you know what I mean? Cuz it's like it's really like the Molly culture, you know what I mean? Before it was readily known as or commonly known as Molly, you know what I mean? It was it was it was the this, bro. Like,
2: I was, remember the first time I ever went to the Bay Area trying to think of the year, it was like 2005, I believe. <laughs> and we um we didn't really go to Oakland or anything, but we went to uh, um Berkeley and we went yeah. to like the uh the big observatory up there because someone told me like you have to go there it's like the dopest like smoke spot you can think mm-hmm. of you know he's got to drive up this mm-hmm. mountain and just keep going until you like oh, finally yeah. see how you want to go yeah and uh, and it was hella dope it definitely lived up to everything that I was told about it, it I wish I had like a really dope camera in 2005 could actually like you know taking a sick pic and I remember going back because we had to cross some bridge or whatever to get there, and just like waiting in the line to the bridge, we seen some motherfuckers going hella hyphy and uh, <laughs> ghost riding the whip, and I was like, all right, just <laughs> making sure that that just happens for no reason in random motherfucking places. <laughs> yeah, man. I remember,
1: I remember when we were in Vegas one time. I was hanging out the window of my boy's Escalade, and uh, I, I just remember this because I, you know we we're going hella dumb and shit, and then like I just I jump back in the car. And I realized, I'm like, oh, shoot, where my girl go? And oh, I shit. look outside the window, right? And then, like, you know, we're driving away, and it's just in the street. And, like, I can see it shining, and someone just ran it over. I'm like, ah! <laughs> it was the one with the green diamonds, bro. I was like, oh.
2: Could ah. you imagine your 2021 self? Would you have picked that back up, thrown it right in your mouth? Or your 2022 self?
1: <laughs> I mean, you know what's funny is, like, you know, I'm turned up. I'm like, ah, it's nothing to a boss. I remember being hot about it, like, you know, like, coming down later on, like, the next day. Like, oh, fuck, it really happened. <laughs> that shit was, like, four bands. You know what I mean? Like, damn I mean, it. rules were stupid back then. You know what I mean? Well, yeah.
2: That's i true. never I, I never dipped into it i feel like if i was in the bay area i probably would have been peer pressured into it because so many people just like my having dish, it
1: have a grill and shit <laughs>
2: <But> i wanted <laughs> one so bad like mac Dre just made it. i mean you know i mean and that was, was my whole connection to the bay really until other there, people
1: it was also during a time where paul wall really branded himself as like the grill guy Like, you know what i'm saying george Foreman, because i'm selling everybody grills and you know what i mean but like it's like the culture like on a massive scale like you know, uh, what is it called? Commercial level, like everybody was rocking grills and shit. Because it's always been a thing
2: of like, even in New York, you know, motherfuckers wore caps and shit. They wore, yeah. you know, they wore fronts and shit. Like Yuck and- mouth, like man, like to take it to the next level. And Paul Wall, I mean, you know, it's all over the place as it got, as it got yeah. big. But and, everyone and- just copies the Bay though. That's all I'm going to say. Because a lot of swag comes, you know, when people go to California on vacation, they see some dope shit and they bring it back to their hood where nobody's seen it or heard of it. And so I know hella swag around the country comes from the Bay. You know, what's funny too, is because anytime I used to be
1: in other States and shit like that. Right. And then I'd be like, Oh, I'm, you know, I tell someone I'm from the Bay and they would be like, Oh shit. Like if they know, they know because it's, it's so crazy. Cause anytime there's something going on anywhere else, I feel like there's somebody from the Bay in the middle of the mix. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah.
1: it's just always like in the weed game burner. He like infected the weed game, infused it with like, with the, with music and entertainment and like everybody was everybody you know saying that burn they love burner because he got it you know what i mean
2: Man, it's so weird. Like, I, it was a, a picture that I had up on Instagram of me and Burner at the at the Cannabis Cup, Dang and man. I met him. And it was funny because I didn't even see him at first. But one of my friends who's from the Bay, he like started jizzing in his pants, like, "Oh shit, there's <laughs> Burner over there, bro!" And I was like, "Oh, let me go say what up to him," because like he was just talking to like random people, you know, He's just hanging out. He's and out shit. there talking to people. See, he,
1: it's dope because he really, he really embodies what the hustlers. Or like in the Bay Area, you know what I mean, motherfuckers yeah. shipping it all around the motherfucking U.S. of A. And it's bringing the Cali, that Cali good, that Cali love, everywhere. You know what I mean? And yeah, blowing people away.
2: Yeah. So got to got to smoke a blunt with them for a few seconds and uh took a picture with them. What and it was uh, uh 2013. Okay, so that was when he was like pushing all like the
1: lemon cellos and 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 the mendo breath the 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 breaths were coming out yeah like, all the breath strands because like he's always on the- no
2: you know what that's not 2013 no this was this was 2000. 2000- it was, I th- 2015 or 2016. I'm getting my numbers okay. mixed up yeah, here. Definitely okay. after 2014, because it was after I was on house arrest already. Okay. I still might have
1: it right then because the lemon cellos and all that shit was was coming out during that time too. You know what I mean? The gelato, the, the lemon gelato.
2: That's when it was lemon everything. But burner is like, man, he's like a god to like you know, certain age of like, you know, people out there. And I mean the dude that I was with. I mean, you know, I'm not from the Bay Area, but, man, I mean, I Burner's the man, you know, here's at that a, point, like, for here, sure.
1: Here's some Bay Area, like, uh, history, for rap history for people. Like, so Burner, like, he really came up because he was, like, when it came to, like, people that's credible in the Bay Area, like, t- you know, when you're making music about, when you're making mob music, you know, about the dope game and shit like that, like, this motherfucker was credible as fuck, you know what I mean, because he was out there, like, like he worked with people that I've worked with, you know what I mean. So it's like, oh yeah, shit. He really, he really do what he what he says. You feel me? Like, you know what I mean. He went and Jaws in. and then like, you know, he did he did a rest in peace to the jacket, He did like a, you know a collaboration albums with the jacket, and like the jacket was one of those guys like he put a lot of people on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the jacket was yeah the, the Jacka was one of my favorites growing up. And you know when you know once we got the line to him, he slid through and, and did and did music with us. Like he was like shows with us like that dude same way he probably worked with burner but burner had bags on bags you know what i mean so it was like burner started he really quickly like all of a sudden he's doing collabs with everybody like you know what i mean because you know he she got it
2: hell yeah you know what i mean attracted to him you already know
1: uh, And uh, let, me,
2: let me see let's get some of these uh these questions in here so ronald said i haven't watched the pro bowl in so long me neither it's like a waste of time like so i i know there's a lot of people who like we have shit to do on sunday normally it's usually football so yeah i think that'd be dope if we had an episode ver- um for the circle get our debate going or something because i'm not gonna watch the pro bowl like that shit is whack like no one's even trying out there
1: and, don't, disrespect, uh, don't disrespect the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I mean, you know that
2: shit.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that shit is whack. Like, I mean, the coolest thing that they did was, uh, um, you know, where they made it like a fantasy draft where it's like, what was it? Team Dion, you know, versus Jerry Rice.
1: No, it was, Yeah, Jerry Rice. <laughs> yeah, it was Dion and Jerry Rice.
2: Yeah, see, like, that's cool. You know, I mean, if there was like some incentives for dudes to like make money somehow through in the game, like, you know, little. Uh, I mean, just whatever, just little incentive, little money incentive. Somehow, you come down with the most catches in the game. You know, you get five, whatever, and it's you know, it, maybe it goes to charity, so it just makes them look better, you know, or shit like that. So then, like, because if it's money for themselves, I, I don't think they care. If it's money for like a charity or something, I, they're standing behind. It's
1: different. You making money for themselves? Everybody's doing it.
2: Yeah. If it's, I mean, playing- the people, I mean, f- as far as we know, it's like. Twenty grand for the loser per player and forty grand for the winner per player. I mean that you know they could go blow that all at the club, like you I know. Was just, about, I was just about to say that. <laughs> that's like one party right there for those guys, that's and that's it, it, it's probably nothing because they didn't try hard. You know they tried hard during the season to get there, but in the game they didn't I mean, try like, hard. Free money.
1: Stephon, Stephon Diggs is is throwing a dub easily in the club.
2: He's just <laughs> like, throw more money. Because <laughs> why not, right? Get these in the water, I, I what One day, there's one day in my life where I spent more money in the club than anybody else. Definitely wasn't 20 grand or anything like that. But it felt dope because like, man, I mean, they're like all the securities coming over to me saying what's up. And like, I remember there was these couches and I I went outside and smoked a blunt and came back. And I was turned up, man, like so many drinks deep. And I'm just jumping all over the couch and shit. And they're like, hey, can you get down off the couch? And I was like, hey, do you know that I'm the one like running all this shit right now? And they're, they're like, my bad, my bad. They're like, can you tell my, your friends to get down? I was like, fuck no, man. You want me to do your job for you? Tell their asses to get down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I bet you if you say, hey, you said, you give me money and I'll do it. I bet you. It.
2: <laughs> give me some of your tips that you got. I
1: was about to say, I, as long as I've, I've worked with you, you've never, you've never had a had a problem saying, not saying. Hey, listen, man, if you win, man, go ahead and throw me a tip. You know? <laughs>
2: yeah, man, it's all. It's always been that way. Never. I gonna like stop.
1: that. It's, it's, you know, to me, it's like, yeah, you're rooting for me too. So you know what I mean, I need all that.
2: There you go. I'll what wrap, up, Brady? Bro. What's going on, bro? What up? And and Ronald, he said the grill would caught grills could be like five Gs. I would have picked it up. I wasn't saying picking it up. I said pick it up and put it right back in your mouth.
1: Listen, That's we it. were we were in. Okay, so let me paint the picture. It's like a car full of goons, like it's a, the whole ass Escalade full of goons, right? And I, I'm hanging out the passenger seat, and 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 my man's just yoking it. You know what I mean? Yoking is like when you hit the when you hit the gas then hit the brake. And hit the gas and hit the brakes. So it's like your car's gigging. You know what I mean? Gas ah, yeah, brake tipping. On and when you're really good at it, you're making it go to the beat too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody's gigging. You know what I'm saying? So when that shit and you know anybody knows Vegas, bro. There's not a lot of streets that you can run in between, bro. You know what I mean? Like even like where the sidewalks where people are walking, they'll have those fences and shit. You know what I mean? Because like those streets, they got like four lanes, and that's you know what I mean, going one way each way. So that joint, that it was just it was one of those streets, bro. I, I couldn't even rap. and I'm not gonna do that at all. I'm on Molly for sure. You know what I mean? I'm we're on back then we used to drink a lot of we drank a lot of privileged Hennessy back in the days. Oh yeah. And I swear to God, Hen- Hennessy's like the hiking juice because that's where all the crazy shit happened in, in, during those years. And motherfuckers was off that heen.
2: Yeah. I love it. I love it. Cause man, especially start, I mean, you know, you start upgrading to the exo and all that shit. Like man, you can just drink that straight. Goes down real smooth. Like it's that two hundred dollar bottle is a lot different than the fifty dollar bottle. I'll tell you that much. It really is. Same amount. Same amount. it Just goes down way easier.
1: I used to. I used to tell. See, I'm a hella economic. I don't give a fuck if we're all getting money. I, if that's the case. And, you know, birds of a feather flock together. So I tell my fuckers, hey, man, let's just, everybody throw 50. We're about to, everybody's about to open the first round when you walk into the club 50. Everybody throw 50, we get this $200 bottle real quick. And yeah. This is our pregame bottle, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: especially, I mean, you know, the type of drinks that I would be drinking in the club, you know, $15, you know, and if you're going to throw a $1 or $2 tip on it, you know, damn near a $20 yeah. drink.
1: And, and, like, I'm always a shot than a drink. And like, you know, in my days, and like you know, once 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 I got like the master, the, the art of, cl- of like clubbing, right? Because, <laughs> you know, when you first go to the club, you're just drinking all the shit you drink out on the streets. You know, you're like eating Hennessy shots, <laughs> and Hen- Henny and Coke and shit. I remember, I remember the first uh, mixed drink I had was like a liquid cocaine because we didn't know any better. I was like, oh, I heard about liquid cocaine. Let's try that shit. <laughs> like, it <was> disgusting, bro. <laughs>
2: Look at this. Tino said in college I rode with that ENJ and Dr. Pepper. Oh man, man. That's and that like, was definitely some irk jerk because uh, I couldn't fuck with it unless you went up, you know, a couple levels. That the the standard for that one was oh, so, you kill know what's me. funny?
1: So my dad till this day, ENJ is like one of his go-tos because when he was in the Philippines, that's some motherfucking imported shit now. You know
2: what I mean? And oh, then- so that was the fancy shit out there.
1: At least you know, at least you know, before he came to Cali, he came to Cali at 19, and then that was just his shit, E and J. And then if they didn't have E and J, he'd have the little rip-off cuzzo version of it. Was it the Christian brothers or whatever? (laughs) 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 Like, and my dad was just that that was his that's his bag. I mean, he liked drinking good shit, obviously, but like that's just be the one like he always had it in the in the deck, you know.
2: Oh yeah, that's dope. And I mean, you know, if you go up to the XO or whatever, like it's not so bad, but man, that uh whatever the twenty dollar bottle or thirty dollar bottle, whatever the hell it is. Like the man, Ian, that-
1: hey, E and J though, that's the east side juice, right? Yeah. i am from the east side, that's what we call the east side juice.
2: Yeah. And you get the as a kid,
1: dumbass kid, we used to steal them fucking uh we, we used to go up our, you know, when you go into like the Albertsons or something, you do a whole ass meat run slash liquor run. Yeah. And we used to get them ENJ and j VSLPs, bruh.
2: Still disgusting,
1: but Yeah.
2: What up, Brady? Said been stacking dubs on FanDuel and DraftKings. Took 35 between them to, uh, to 230 so far, mostly while I've had COVID this past week. Well, hey. suck about the COVID. Hope you get better. Dope that you're jacking FanDuel and he, DraftKings for their money. That's how he monopolized his time, bruh. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to be sitting in quarantine, might as well be making some type of money. You feel me? And don't forget, Brady, use some of that winnings and step up your Super Draft Pro uh, account over there because I know you had the free one. Step it up to like the $50 one or even take that and use it on the $100 now, one. You got
1: to you gotta do the $100 one because that's when you're making some bread. I mean, the $50 one, you're making some bread too. But you know what I'm talking
2: about? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I know they're going to be opening up to Arizona pretty soon because uh, I know for a while, Arizona wasn't leaving. I made the phone Yeah,
1: let's get it. I made the phone call.
2: All right. So, all right, we got we got a a a football question here and we'll get to the football news now. Um but talking about uh what we did was super fun. And Lee, he says Bogard, what's your prediction for your 49ers?
1: We cover the spread. And uh good chance we could outright win it, but that's like if it, if I'm looking gambling, taking off the Niner hat. That, I'd still take the Niners and the points. You know what I mean? Uh, honest thoughts is it feels really good that Debo's healthy. Feels good that Kittle's healthy. I think Kittle should be an X factor. He's been quiet, but he's you know uh, one of the, his biggest games this year was against the Rams because they've been giving up they've been giving up yards to the tight end all year. Even last week against Gronk. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it took them a half. a a whole ass half for them to make the adjustment, but they did make the adjustment and they started attacking that vulnerable part of their defense over the middle because the outside coverage is phenomenal with Jalen Ramsey and uh, Darius Williams on the other side. So it just, it it naturally makes people, funnels people to the you know, wherever it's open. And Shanahan knows this. So I'm I'm hoping Kittle could be an X factor here. And obviously Devo is just X factor in general. You know what I mean?
2: And so here we go for the, uh, for the practice report. So we don't have Friday practice reports. This hasn't been updated. Uh, I'll keep refreshing and maybe, you know, by the end of the show, we'll, uh, we'll have some, some more news. So for the 49ers side of things. So Nick Bosa, Alex Mack, they both didn't practice on Wednesday. Um, said what, not injury related and then full go on Thursday. Elijah Mitchell didn't practice on Wednesday, limited in practice on Thursday, Trent Williams, he still hasn't practiced um, Wednesday or Thursday, so we'll see for today's practice as uh, soon. Uh, Jeff Wilson didn't practice all week. Uh, Jimmy G, full go, in practice on Wednesday and Thursday. There you go.
1: That, that's important because uh, all week as, you know, we're monitoring, you know, the Debo's and the Kittles and the Trent Williams and stuff like that, you know, people haven't really been talking about Jimmy because he's been playing hurt and, like, you know I'm saying, like, it's crazy. Cause it, it really is crazy what a, a backup quarterback will do to a starter. You know what I mean? Because normally in these circumstances, before like Jimmy's hella fragile and shit, it'd be like, all right, let him let him let him heal up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like they, you know, he's playing tech. He knows this is his career on the line. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. And then on the other side of the ball, uh, Van Jefferson didn't practice on Wednesday, then he gets in a limited on uh on thursday taylor Rapp started practicing again so he got in a limited on wednesday and thursday andrew whitworth limited on wednesday full go on thursday so that should be putting him on track to come back and play Damn. um full go he's in there oh, oh yeah man. oh yeah and let i mean unless we see some bullshit that happened today but uh Yeah, that was a a big glaring weakness for them last week, for sure, them missing him. So that's definitely going to make the 49ers and uh, Nick Bosa's job a little bit more tough. Mm hmm. He's a fucking beast. And Warzone Sports Network in the building said 49ers rolling. Man, I hope you're
1: right, Joe. Shout out to my man, Joe Morley. Yeah, I mean, okay, so how about, look, shout out to my man, Joe. He's. He's a big Raiders fan, diehard. You know what I'm saying? He's like he's one of the real, real one of the realest fans too. You know what I'm saying? Man, um, yeah, there's there's some real real valid conversation here about Josh McDaniels being uh, the new head coach for the Raiders. What do what you feel about that?
2: I mean, it's getting pretty crazy right now. Um, I mean, we talk about the Belichick tree and you know his regime, and I mean, it doesn't really seem like the Belichick regime has done too good. When they've strayed away from Belichick, because Mike Vrabel, we can't even count him, you know, in the Belichick regime because he didn't coach. Yeah, he just played for him. Yeah, and and I guess
1: Mike Vrabel technically did get his coaching, his first coaching chops with uh, Romeo Crennel. You know what I mean? Romeo Crennel had made him, uh, I think he was a line coach, uh, while Romeo Crennel was the DC for for you know uh, Bill O'Brien. Who was you know and they're obviously part of that Belichick you know the evil empire coaching family tree right? You know what yeah, saying?
2: but and was that was, uh, was McDaniel? The only time that he was a head coach was at uh, the Broncos, like ten years ago, eleven years ago. Yeah,
1: and when um, they sucked really bad. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, he got in there with the power of
2: Christ and <laughs> the power of of
1: my man Tim Tebow.
2: <laughs> was that was 2010 the Tim Tebow year? Yeah. Oh man, I mean You're wrong. Remember that? I mean that that was pretty yeah, awesome. That, not, gonna, not gonna lie. That's Steelers game. But that's also why he got ran out of town as well, right? I mean, he was trying to go with Randy with Randy Orton,
1: was What's his name? Kyle Orton. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Orton's uncle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his his not as talented uncle, that's for sure. So, yeah, I mean, we've I mean we seen it really – I mean, even with the Patriots now. I mean, their offense is kind of whack. I mean – They had spurts, but – Tom Brady? See, th- th- I think people, they either love or hate
1: Tom Brady. So, like, if you're on the side that you hate Tom Brady, you're not going to realize that, like, you know, Josh McDaniels probably was only dope because he had Brady. You know well, I mean, and, I mean
2: I, and I'm even talking about, like, this year, you know, with uh... – with Mac Jones last year, you know, with Cam Newton, because nobody gets excuses for injuries. So I'm not going to give Josh McDaniel an excuse for injuries that happened either.
1: Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, they to switch from like a finesse quick hitter passing game with, with the goat to like, now here you have a, a burnt out Cam Newton and you go straight power run team with a power running back. Then this, you know, then it worked for five games till he got COVID. Then he just fell all the way off, right? Yeah. Then you look at Matt, now they sw- they switched to Mac Jones, right? Oh shit, the baby's waking up. So they, he switches to Mac Jones, right? And then they continue with the power run game. Only this time, instead of the quarterback being the other guy who's who's running the running that rock, they got Stevenson along with with Damian Harris. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's what I expect from them. They're probably going to get more weapons next year. Speaking on 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 uh on uh the Patriots, but also I'm curious to see how Belichick responds if he doesn't have a Josh McDaniels.
2: You know, I, like I bet Bel- you they go get more pieces on defense than they do on offense, like they always yeah. do. Because their defense is really what lost it for him.
1: Go, going back to the Raiders uh gig, Josh McDaniels did express at one time or another when asked about I forget what 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 uh. Publication this was. You know he came by and said that like he he likes Derek Carr. I think they're just asking about all different kinds of quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're asking about they're also asking about when he, you know, he having the chance to perhaps coach Andrew Luck because he turned that down, and you know what I
0: mean?
2: Yeah, but when they because Josh McDaniels was the one that he he pretty much ac- and then, accepted it or s- and seemed and he like he like
1: accepted fight. it. Fight.
2: Nope. <laughs> I didn't find shit.
1: Fight. <laughs>
2: I didn't sign nothing.
1: That was the, that was the doing of the evil emperor himself, Bill Belichick, Dark Lord, <laughs> Dark Lord of the Sith.
2: And Tino said the Patriot way only works in New England, ain't it the truth?
1: Okay, so let's talk about that because Josh McDaniels, yeah, he got what the one playoff appearance with with Tebow, right?
2: Yeah, that, the, a playoff win, but like, look, that was on the back of Tebow though, and broken tackles also,
1: and then, and then obviously. You have Matt Patricia, he failed in Detroit. I mean, only Jim Caldwell, I guess, is the only guy that could win in Detroit, right? Yeah. And uh, who else have Phil O'Brien, right? No, no, no. There's still more. I, mean, I wanted to get to whoever else was out there before Bill O'Brien. Okay. Um. Oh, oh, our man of Flores. He almost did it. Hold on, you got the baby. Okay. Flores almost did it.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? But then, you know, he got, they, they, they hated on the black man and fired him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then, so, but, but I still think like the jury's out on him because man, he he can win. You know what I mean? Like I, I think I, I think the Miami thing was just a bad situation for him. You know what I mean? So yeah. But that's still a fail by definition. And then you know, then you have Bill O'Brien, and what's crazy because Bill O'Brien is going to be remembered for like fucking up that team right at the end. Yeah. All the guys away. <laughs> but like, dude, you really got to give this man a little respect because. He he did his best Bill Belichick impersonation. He goes to a division that's you know what I mean uh, that had Andrew Luck in there, first of all, right? Yep, and then all the other teams were shitty. So it was like he's like, okay, cool, we got that going. That's kind of like Belichickian, in, right? Yeah, like just be in a shitty division and you're already halfway there, you know what I mean? Yep. And then and then uh, but then he wins with like all kind of different bums, like TJ. TJ Yates, or oh, not TJ Yates? TJ, Ye- uh, yeah, yeah, is it TJ Yates? Yeah, yep. Uh, uh, who else? Uh, Brian Hoyer. Um
2: That was like six uh, QBs. Uh, he, after had started, started, he had you- He
1: had the Magic Man there at one point. He had yep. Magic there at one point.
2: Yep. You know I mean,
1: and then they even traded for the Brock Lobster. <laughs> fucking bro- Brock. Fucking uh, what's his name? Brock Lester Osweiler.
2: Yeah, that was uh, that was the big dumb move that kind of set them back.
1: See that—that that was when no. Belichick started using the four, the dark force on his
2: No, but that was like that's opposite of the Belichick way. The opposite. No, exactly. Yeah, Belichick
1: from afar is like enough of this. <laughs> I need to start corrupting them, planting seeds.
2: You know what I mean? So you think Bill O'Brien called Belichick and was like, "Hey, what do you think of this Brock Osweiler kid? Do you think he's good?" No, he just oh,
1: called yeah. him. He called him and he said, "Hey, hey, this, hey, Bill." And he said, "Hey, Bill," <laughs> right? Because they're both Bills, right? He's like, "Bill." And he just says, you are going to trade for, for Osweiler. He's I am going to trade for Osweiler.
2: <laughs> and that was it. Hit him with it. The dark
1: side of the force is powerful, B. <laughs> hey, look at this. Hey, would you – hey, Belichick, he, all this time from afar, he's been sending his agents over there to Houston because he wanted to prevent Watson from, like, being a crazy, like – you know what I mean? A crazy <laughs> force that he can't control. Yeah. Oh. Wait, he even has like, Nick Nick Casario or whatever the uh, the GM there. He's a he's a Patriots guy.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. And Song said that Brady still wants to retire in San Francisco. Let's <laughs> go, make the call. <laughs> hey, they hey. are only a quarterback away as of right now.
1: Hey man, don't disrespect, don't disrespect Jimmy G, bro. <laughs> hey, hey,
2: hey,
1: hey, he's great. Hey, we're winning ugly. We're handsome, Jimmy. Let's go. <laughs>
2: Jimmy has to win the Super Bowl, I think, to get to gain respect at this point.
1: Oh, yeah, because the moment he listen, because you know me, I you win the Super Bowl for me, that means we get more value in the trade because we finna trade Joe ass no matter what. Jimmy, let's go. Let's get it now.
2: Trade Jimmy, trade Jimmy over to Tampa, bring bring Tom back.
1: I like plus it, a whole
2: man. plus a whole bunch extra.
1: Yeah. We listen. We're in California, bro, the freshest stock of avocados, bro. Fresh off the tree, bro. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go, Brady.
2: And Tino said new coaches don't have enough time to win the Patriot way. Yeah, because, I mean, that takes a couple years.
1: And because, you know, I'd imagine, like, being very stern and honest, like, you know, basically being an asshole to your players because it's like you have no time to bullshit. We got to win. You know what I mean? When they try to – because that's how I'd imagine it is in New England, right? Then when they try to bring that elsewhere, everyone's like, yo, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? We're fucking yeah. losing.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Nobody can talk to me like that when we're losing.
2: <laughs> Rob B, what up, bro? He said, What's up, bro? It's been a while dealing with shit. He said you guys do fantasy baseball. So not necessarily, but I am looking for people who want to come on and start doing um, you know, some fantasy baseball, some some come super on, draft man. pro content, stuff like that. So oh, yeah. I am looking. I'm gonna change the diaper. I am looking, and on that cue, you know what time it is. It's time to smoke. Let's get it going. Where's the 420
1: crew at? Put pipe for this Smoke weed every day. Man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed.
2: Weed is from the earth. God put this yeah. yeah, you. Take advantage, man. <coughs> huh. Devin, what up, bro? He said, uh, "What's up, fellas? Been missing you live lately. Glad to be back and good looking on the super chat, bro." If you guys haven't heard, I'm um, my next giveaway that I'm doing for like Patreon members, YouTube <laughs> members. Uh, Twitch subscribers, all that kind of stuff is going to be. I'm giving away two of the hashtag fuck team defense shirts. And so one of the ways that you get those extra entries is leaving the super chats like you just did. Devin, you to man throwing you in here, getting you the extra entry with that super chat, bro. You to man, you to man. And we're going to be doing that giveaway um, probably about, uh, I want to say a few days into February is when we're going to start. There we go. And, uh, ooh, Steven said, I could do some fantasy baseball stuff. I like it, bro. Shoot me a text. Uh, um, I, I want people to send me, like, some kind of a video, just, like, giving me takes just so I can kind of see, you know, like your style of video. It doesn't even have to be long. Visualize. <laughs> and dang it, I missed it. Ronald said, Bogart, your kid's jumping up and down the steps behind you. And Ronald said, no one else is concerned with the young child jumping off the steps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, here's the thing, man, you know what I'm saying? He's going to be a triple jump uh, Olympian, you know what I mean? So I'm just getting it right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, nice. And Ronald said, I'll be wearing my Ronnie Lot jersey. And uh, Song said, if you wear a Niners jersey, I'll support new- no matter what. Uh, let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, check this out, Brad. You wear a Niners jersey? You wear Ronnie Lot jersey, bruh? And, and and you and you tear your finger off, Brad. swear to God, we're gonna win a Super
2: Bowl. Oh yeah, that's what we need. And what's crazy about that? In that year when Ronnie Lott did that, you guys did not win the Super Bowl, right?
1: No, we went. We never lost the Super Bowl ever. If we until dumbass Jim Harbaugh. I hate Jim Harbaugh.
2: <laughs> Damn it! And now you guys have lost two since.
1: Yeah, he 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 started that trend. Fuck. It. <laughs> He probably, oh, uh, he probably still cries at Thanksgiving when he I'm sees sure, his brother.
2: I'm He's sure he does.
1: And, call and he'd be like, well, your stupid ass didn't run it with Frank Gore. I knew you weren't going to run it. You're fucking arrogant. <laughs> I'll be your big bro. I hate Jim Harbaugh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he ruined everything. I hate him.
1: <laughs> Who
2: is that better than this the Ravens. <laughs> what up? Steven in the building. What up, Titans? Yeah. What up, Titans for life in the building. The homie. Yeah, you gonna get into another dynasty league with us, Steven? Man, the those first two leagues, they filled up so quick, and there's been so much more interest that I'm starting a third league already. It is getting crazy. So we already got two dynasty leagues uh, that are about to start here. in. Uh, it's two days after the Super Bowl. Two days after the Super Bowl. All right. And how about let's talk about the other side, the other game that we got, the Chiefs and the Bengals. So looking at their practice report right now. Okay. And they actually have their Friday stuff up. So let me. Uh, still not for the Rams or the uh, the Niners though. Um, so Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew had the concussion. Did not practice Wednesday. Full go on Thursday. Full go on Friday. He's still questionable, but getting in those back to back full practices. Um, I, I think he's on. He's trending. He's trending towards playing. That's for sure.
1: They're gonna
2: clear him. C E H. Uh, still on the injury report, but was full go all week. Mikal uh, Hardman and Tyreek Hill on the injury report. Uh, Hardman with the hip, uh, Tyreek Hill with the heel, but both were full goes in practice all week. I love that. Uh, let's see who else we got here. <laughs> a lot this week. Say that again.
1: That makes me like Pringle a lot. Oh yeah. Because like he got he got hella reps. Like he's gonna be he's gonna be uh, involved a lot in those those first fifteen scripted plays. You know what I mean?
2: Yep. So, Chris Jones, Anthony Hitchens, Legereus Sneed, all them full goes all week. Daryl Williams. Looks like he took a step back, so he was a full go on Wednesday and then limited on Thursday and Friday.
1: That's weird. They hate him.
2: Yeah, so. Looks like it's going to be the C.E.H. McKinnon show, at least. Uh, I mean, the way that this looks. I mean, he still practiced on Friday, so maybe he's, he still will get out there. Who knows? And then... For the Bengals, nobody really to talk about necessarily. I mean, everybody who's on there. in I mean, it's a lot of no-namers. I mean, Burrow's on there and Higgins are on there, but they were both full goes all week. So it looks like everyone's going to be uh, very close to full strength. It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> and Steven said, that's the best picture of Bogard when you can't see his face. <laughs>
1: Okay, Titans for life. This how I know this is how I know it's gonna be a good year. You want smoke already.
2: <laughs> and Tino said Chiefs versus the Bengals, about to be a crazy shootout. Hell yeah. And uh we're gonna be streaming that game, uh for sure. I don't know who's gonna be here streaming with me if it's gonna be Bogart, JC Money, or a combination of both. But uh yeah, it's definitely gonna be a good game to uh to stream. <laughs> And he said, "I'm going. Uh, I'm going Bengals for- just because they, just because everyone, everyone else is going Chiefs, and I like to be the contrarian."
1: You know, I, I'm, I'm on record. Right when they released the first numbers, it was like uh, plus seven and a half. I was like, "Okay, I'm taking the Bengals." Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just like it's probably gonna move. I was like, "Everybody take it right now. That's the money right there."
2: Yeah, for the betting side of things, like that's definitely the way to go. I'm going to go see what it is uh, on Yahoo right now just because I'm curious. Right.
1: Hey, no jumping up the stairs, bro.
2: Yeah, I see, on Yahoo, it's a plus seven and a half. About to get
1: child services on me. The motherfuckers <laughs> in the YouTube show talking about how uh, he was jumping off the stairs, bro. He wasn't even paying <laughs> it on no attention.
2: <laughs> did, did you hear that on, on Yahoo? It's a plus seven and a half spread.
1: OK, so that means everywhere else is probably is probably down to seven because Yahoo be adding they be adding extra.
2: Yeah, I, I think they try. To, I, I think that's how their sports book uh, gets a little bit more money, because if they have the line a little bit different, um, you know, maybe some people will come over there and uh, throw their money down. But yeah, I, I think uh, I believe it was just a, it was an even seven. When we talked uh, on Wednesday and Was it?
1: okay, the, cause it opened up at seven and a half in, in one of the ones I saw, like on, on uh right after the game. Like right after the the the, the Bills uh
2: Ch- Chiefs game.
1: Yeah
0: baby, girl. Yeah, baby girl. yeah, baby girl. I
2: can't wait for that game. That is uh, is gonna be the shit. That's the one I'm uh, looking forward to most, at least from like an offensive side of things thinking that the game is going to be a little bit more exciting. I mean, what do you think Bogart on that? Cause I know I'm pretty sure you said take the under on whatever the, uh, the over under was for the Rams and the 49ers. You think that's going to be a slow ass, uh, you know, <laughs> game game. Like we've seen the Niners throw together. I mean, when you, as long as,
1: as long as it's not the first quarter, we're down, you know, 17 to nothing or 21 to nothing. And we're in situations where we might need to abandon the run because as long as it's close, we're eating a hella clock with every single drive. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. That, that's
1: how we rock. We're about to yeah. eat a hella clock on every drive, long lengthy drive. And it, because and so when you do, when you play a whole game like that, and if you do in the worst case scenario, get in a situation where now it's fourth quarter and, and if we have a minute and something to get down on the field and score a touchdown, that play action is so nasty right there. Because that we've been we've been just beating them up slowly on the ground the whole game. And we just catch them slipping with that play action at the right time. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Damn, and Brady said it opened at seven, it's been pushed up to seven and a half on most. And damn there it
1: is. See, just take the bangles. That's the money.
2: That's crazy. So you think still that many people have been putting that much money on the Chiefs to where the line moved opposite of the way that we thought it was going to move?
1: I mean, when you go on when you go on national television, like every playoff game is, and you get into overtime and you dominate, and it's 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 one of the it's already being heralded as one of the greatest non Super Bowl games ever that that Bills Chiefs divisional matchup, right? Oh yeah. And that's going to make people. the betting public is like, there's no way this kid Patrick Mahomes, he's the greatest. Motherfuckers is catch up on their steak now.
2: <laughs> They'll really be believing that shit.
1: They're eating, they're eating their green beans. They 100% don't like it. 100% don't care.
2: And Ronald said, so they're not really predicting that the Chiefs will win by a TD. I mean, Now being at seven and a half, think they think that they might win by a TD or more. You know, I I don't know. I'm not on that notion because like personnel-wise. He he was just asking about Vegas. That was it.
1: Like personnel-wise, this team's scarier than the Bills. You know what I'm saying? Because the Bengals have, have Jamar Chase, Boyd, and Higgins. Then you have Uzama seek some excuse me. Secret of the Uzama. You know what I mean? Then you have motherfucking uh Sergio Mixelabra, who is Le'Veon Bell 7.0. You feel me? I don't give a fuck. Hey, everybody come for me if y'all hate Joe Mixon because I'm always told everybody Joe Mixon's dad boy
2: <laughs> and Ronald said people act like Vegas is attempting to guess the results they absolutely are not they're attempting uh to get the same amount of people to bet both sides hell yeah because then they win no matter what and so normally like what we thought was going to happen is everyone was going to throw money on the Bengals on the plus seven because I just seemed kind of like this a lot of points going on. And then you lower it slightly and slightly to get more people you know betting on the chiefs at that point but yeah it's really just hedging all the bets you know is is what it is yeah i mean i mean that i mean any any uh gambling degenerate
1: will let you know that's just how it is
2: and i know that vegas is very fucking accurate you know with their spreads and i mean how many spreads are coming down
1: they got columbia graduates they got motherfucking MIT motherfuckers that make those lines, bro. This ain't no, this isn't like, you know, you know, fucking your, your
2: street bookie. <laughs> like,
1: like yo, this is what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: It's and then busy. all the, uh, the over unders like, man, it's always getting so close to that number. You got some of the
1: greatest minds is what I'm saying that are making those lines. The, the line makers are all motherfuckers that are Ivy league school type motherfuckers, bro.
2: And JC said, yeah, it's the mafia. Exactly. (laughs) They running it.
1: We already know. The Russian mafia specifically. Don't fuck with them. Don't fuck with the red fellas.
2: Yeah. So what kind of bullshit can happen in these games? Like, uh, I mean, we're going to be back here before Sunday, but I mean, I've always been on record saying I'm picking the Chiefs in this game. And then, um, I mean, it's crazy because. I actually want I want to pick the 49ers to go, and it's not even just because, like, I, I like the 49ers or it's, like, anything towards Bogard or anything like that. I just feel like the way that everything has been working, their defensive scheme has been, like, shutting down, like, everybody. Okay. Yeah,
1: you know, shout out to D'Amico Collins. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he he did so well. Uh, life after Robert Sala, you know what I mean? That, like, you know, now D'Amico Collins is getting the motherfucking uh, interviews for head coaching spots, you know what I
2: mean? Yeah.
1: Like, it is, I will say, like, it. that Packers drive where they just shredded us, the first drive. What do you want me to do, son? Pop it. Pop it? No, pop it. So, the first drive, bro, and then we made the adjustments to Adam's you know, the rest of the game. That was awesome.
2: Yeah, not wait until halftime or not wait until the second quarter. Just literally the next series made that adjustment.
0: I can't do
1: it. Yeah, I don't know how to fix I think he broke it, dude.
2: (laughs) And that's what's crazy, how they're so much better at in-game adjusting than everybody else. So, obviously, the coaches are going to... I mean, it's going to be a huge coaches battle, and I feel like a lot of the people... Would say that they'd rather be on the Shanahan side of things than McVeigh, even though McVeigh is an evil genius himself.
1: I mean, uh, I'm trying to remember who I was talking to, but they said it. They said it to me best. They were like, "Well, you know, if a motherfucker beats him tw- twice in a year, and if the third time, wouldn't you be on the guy who beat the motherfucker twice already? You know what I mean? No. But it's just this is just a different." scenario because this is like it's, it's 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 more than master versus teacher you know what i mean because sean mcveigh you know i know he he got a lot of shanahan isms like he also carved his own path too you know what i mean yeah like he is one of those guys too that has you know other coaches in the league right now that came from his his coaching family tree now because of you know the success like people want pieces of it when you you know what i mean yep but so I I mean I just hope we don't get no fucked up call. You know what I mean? That that's it. The discipline, the flags, the turnovers, all these things. Cause I don't I don't have I, I doubt that any of the teams are gonna have problems executing. You know what I mean? Any, any of these offenses. they they're they're, they're fine tuned for what they do. You know
2: what I mean? That's where the ref- Russian mafia actually comes into play, though, because just like it was set up for Tampa, you know, to go all the way, it seems like it's set up for the Rams to go all the way, you know, play at home, play at SoFi. Yeah,
1: I mean, like that—that that, imagine some money that they put on it early on in the season. I'm going to put one billion. The the, the Rams go to the Super Bowl at home. <laughs> Hey, you know what's funny? Sean McVay's wife's a Russian supermodel, right? She's in the mob, B. She's that's a mob. That's princess. why McVay is where he is? Oh,
2: man. <laughs> He's a made guy. He's a made guy. I can see McVay wearing one of
1: them one of them hats with the, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then uh, Tino said, where are these Russians <laughs> at? I've never met a Russian person in my life. I, I don't think have it. either.
1: Actually, I, I'm lying. I, I might have met one or two Russian people in my life, but I know a Hungarian for sure. He's one of my brothers. <laughs> Actually, it's, 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 it's my kid's godfather, <laughs> and he always says, when he, when he was growing up in Hungary, when you you see the Russian mob when they when they're walking down the street, brother, you know they got their black trench coats and leather trench coats and whatnot. He said, you you go all across the street. <laughs> I'm like, i oh, word. You, ain't, you feel me? Plus, like, that's the L.A. thing. When you're, when you're in L.A. and you're in Reno, uh, 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 Vegas, that's when you see them motherfuckers out, B. Yeah. Yeah. They got Richard Millie's on and
2: shit. That
0: I can't
1: huh. do I Man. It's hard, dude. It won't fit in there.
2: And uh, Song said, uh, Niners defense needs to step it up, uh, make stops on the three and outs and turnovers. Run game needs to step it up. Uh that's how we're gonna win. Keep this uh Rams offense on the sideline for sure. I
1: mean, that's that's always our plan. Our plan is to be running the ball 40 plus times as a team. That's how we beat these motherfuckers.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? And oh, and Steven, my bad. You said how much was the dynasty league? So for this one, it's uh, it's one twenty five for the initial for the initial league. And said I could use another dynasty where I don't trade this time. <laughs> well, there you go. <coughs> there you that's go. The first two leagues have already filled up, so number ten and number eleven have filled up. So I'm starting to fill up number twelve as of now, and we got uh, we got two people besides me that are already in it. I'll send you uh, I'll send you the link with the uh, with the bylaws so you can see everything because uh, it's the same as uh, the number one and two leagues. But I don't think that we met um, at that point yet because you're in like the later ones. All right. Let's see. And what, what else do we got to talk about? I'm trying to think if there's any other news that we missed out on. There's not really too much. I, I mean, I
1: mean, you know, you got like you still got like it's just it's all rumors. I mean, it's fun rumors to talk about. Like you know, like the Rogers to uh, to Denver shit is always going to be popping. But I mean, it was it, it was just good to go to get back to. Uh,
2: oh, Chad you know. You know, it was a rumor that I saw, since we're always talking about the Cowboys, and maybe this will make Stu show up. Who knows? But uh, we're talking about how, uh, what's his name? Dan Quinn could be the next Cowboys coach, like in the uh, Cowboys head coach. Yeah. You know, just in the wings.
1: Mike McCarthy's a dumbass.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Listen, you know what Mike McCarthy's doing? Poor clock management. And he's been doing that shit since he was in Green Bay, right? Like, this is like... And now he's doing the same thing. That's really frustrating. I've seen, I've seen. This is what what you see growth in coaches like with like Shanahan when he was younger, bro. Like the way he handled the clock was like real questionable. You know what I mean? But like you know, you, you I guess you take your bumps and you learn. Something like Mike McCarthy is just what he does. He's an idiot.
2: And Ronald said, Hustler, three three years from now, when you have 100 leagues, you won't be able to set your lineups. But at that point, I'll have college interns that are, like, helping me out. And, like, you know, maybe I'm going to have to have someone on salary, like, man, just to, like, manage all my – not manage all my teams, but uh, do a bunch of the stuff for me based on all the shit that I'm saying. I
1: know. It is, it is funny, too, because, like, I'll go back and re- – we watch some of our shit like damn like and I want to chop everything because you know we always say like some riveting shit you know if you filter through all the madness you know <laughs> you feel me like especially because like for anybody people who attest to this, people that have been rocking with us we, we call shit religiously every week you know what I mean oh, yeah it's just what we do like it's crazy these our dynasty
2: pick- leagues they're not super hard on like a week to week basis I mean because you can't really I mean especially in it's all fab, so you can't, like, go pick anyone up just, like, right off the bat. You got to put in a claim for them anyways. So everything's on a 24-hour basis, really just setting all the lineups. And um, I, uh, there was a couple weeks where I fucked up, you know, and uh, came back to bite me. And um, But most of the time I was pretty on point. Trey, what are you doing? My son's like rearranging all the furniture, bro. What are you doing, bro? And Ronald said, "That's the problem with starting dynasties. Uh, you got to go at least three years. I mean, these ones I know are going to last longer than three years. We got a lot of uh, diehards in here.
1: Yeah, most of my dynasty leagues, I'm I'm e- either going in the year t- in the year three or four. But year two was definitely fun because it was like like all the dynasties I'm in, they're crazy with the trades. I I haven't really fucked with the the Hustle Seven yet. See what I can do there yet. But like, I did make a lot of trades like throughout the course of the year. You know what I mean?"
2: Oh yeah. And a lot of uh a lot of trades during the draft shit like that. Yep, yeah. That's probably the most fun part out of all of it, even though a lot of times the emotion can get the best of us. I mean like shit, especially in the
1: slow draft you can hear some news one day. Like you can hear like Cooper Cut, you know, sprained his wow. ankle. That can influence somebody or like not sprained his like like tore ankle ligament or something. Motherfucker might be like, oh my God, he's done forever. You know what I mean? But in Dynasty, like shit, I'm gonna buy him for cheap if I can. Like, <laughs> like uh, I'm, I'm, gonna go. to buy, I'm gonna try to buy up a bunch of cheap CMC, bruh.
2: <coughs> Steven right off the bat said, did someone say trade? <laughs> <coughs> Steven was <laughs> Stephen was addicted to trading. It was uh it was fun though, man. That's what it was. Uh, it, it was a good okay. times. And you got to try different strategies you can't always do the same thing gotta figure out what works you know you know what my
1: strategy is this this year more than ever just try to get the good players that's <laughs> all that's, make, it. that's it that's it just try to get the good players man oh, that's nothing oh, that's get nothing. The good players? did you trade for the good players cool it don't matter how you get them <laughs> just get the good players
2: uh-oh, Niner gang in the building said nice chains. I'd hide them if Debo comes around, though. real re- real quick. If I hear that beach cruiser, I'll tuck him in real quick.
1: Hey, Debo's the homie, bro. <laughs>
2: and Steven said Bogard never trades with me in Dynasty.
1: Because you ain't never sent me nothing that was like riveting, bro. I mean, like I wasn't moved by it. It was I just can't, I just rejected those ones. I didn't even, I didn't even counter it. <laughs>
2: All right, so here's some riveting news that I just saw on Twitter. Trent Williams was in uniform for practice, but was seen limping and walked off the field right before practice reps took place.
1: Ah, uh, that's not good.
2: That's not too good. So he is you don't know there's still a day and a half, you know, before the before the game. So we but got. But see, some here's prim- the
1: thing, though. Today, when you ever practice all week getting into a limited today is probably the only way I'd say he's playing. Like, I don't know. Now I think he might not play for real.
2: That, uh, that makes it a little bit tougher, not practicing at all. And especially That's a big bro. Yeah. on
1: the, on, on, on the, on the circle last night, everybody go check that out. That shit is lit. I'm a champ, but you know, uh, you know, one of the, uh, in one of the rounds, it was most impactful player. Right. And for the Niners, I, I went Trent Williams, bro. You know what I mean? Like, if, if we don't have him, even having him not 100% is already a big blow. But if we don't have him, that's devastating. You know what I mean?
2: If you guys didn't watch the Circle Live, our, uh, our dope debate show, that uh, two episodes in the can. We're doing it every Thursday. I just threw the link in the chat right now. Make sure you go watch it. It's less than an hour. Very entertaining. And uh, on the other side of the ball, uh, Whitworth is officially uh, playing. This yeah. week versus the Niners.
1: Yeah, we, we covered that earlier.
0: Well,
2: I mean now it's official. Oh, yeah,
1: because now yeah, these, oh, yeah, that's right. These are the Niner report, uh, the, the, the Friday reports.
2: Yeah, because they didn't have any Friday reports on there. So we were just speculating. But yeah, uh, I'm,
1: I'm glad I'm glad we I'm glad we uh we curved it long enough to get these reports.
2: Yeah, we're getting some some of it's on Twitter. They still haven't updated the actual website for everybody yet, but
1: um Ah oh, I'm I'm so hot about that. Yeah, th- it's off me. He, he hurt himself putting a uniform on or what, right? Like, man, he, I mean, they were fearing, like, high ankle. They were fearing all type of shit before they just got really quiet about it. They're just like, it's an ankle.
2: Yeah. That's rough. And who knows? Maybe it's something he can play through when it comes to game time. Give him some shots or something. I mean, who the hell knows? But, uh. Yeah, hell yeah. Shoot him
1: up with some raw or some cortisone or whatever the fuck they're shooting him up with these days. Yeah. Like Shoot him I, up with fucking methamphetamines. Bro. Just get him out there,
2: <laughs> man. If Trent Williams doesn't, if, if Trent Williams doesn't play, I'm gonna have to change my answer to the Rams. <laughs> that that's how much of a big piece he is for that line because well,
1: because because that line's too. There's too many waves of of savagery. Yeah, it's not just Aaron Donald. It's Von Miller. It's Leonard Floyd. It's uh, it's a uh, Trey. Uh, what's his name? Trey Reader. Who's, who's coming back? You know what I mean?
2: Is that 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 front 7 is just nasty yeah it's uh it, that's just tough man that is
1: just that's tough i got to put this chair back over there no, I don't like it.
2: so i'm looking to see if we got anything else okay wait so here's a good one so josh mccown is interviewing for the texas um for the texans head coaching job for the second time this year he's a serious candidate of course he is because the interview they're going through the second wave of interviews already they didn't find their guy in the first wave
1: well because you know it's like josh mccown becomes like interesting now because you know he'd probably get the job because When you go and interview with the Texans, you're like, okay, so what's going on with Watson? We don't know. And they're like, oh, okay, so uh, Davis Mills, yeah. We got the Judge Davis Mills lanes.
2: You know what I mean? Josh (laughs) McCown is the
1: only guy that would be down with that.
2: Because he's really – and he's the only guy that in a pinch could put on the uniform and get in there and and take take some reps.
1: (laughs) Hey, listen, whenever Josh McCown came in as a backup for whatever team he was, those – those receivers were relevant in fantasy
2: you know what he would help he would help the scout team so much because he would know you know he's always been on the scout team he's always the one who has to pretend to be the other quarterback you know yeah. in practice maybe that's one thing that they really like about him maybe that's one of the things that they that they suck with their uh their game planning for the uh, for the future week right hess in the building what up bro what up hess <laughs> and Ronald said, uh, "Hey Bogard, what's up with those nipples, brother? You got uh you got glass, you got a cut later?"
1: <laughs> hey man. Hey, don't let the sunshine fool you. It's cold at this month. <laughs> I am wearing a thermal, you feel me? That's cold.
2: And he said, "Never doubt the power of the crotch."
1: Listen, man. <laughs> I'm just too sexy for my fantasy takes. <laughs>
2: Oh man, I can't believe that. What that would just be insane. Josh McCown goes from playing like 30 years in the NFL to not even skipping a beat, just like next year, just right into a head coaching job. They're
1: like, they're like, So what's your coaching resume? He's like, Well, in the past year I coached high school
2: because he did. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> How long is the high school season? So maybe you get them in there like maybe August, you start working know doing like camp or whatever, right? And then they play till what, like October.
2: They play I'm, sure, I'm, sure they, I'm sure they go, I'm sure they go into November a little bit, but then there's nothing, you know, after. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess they got the championships too. Yeah, and then he
1: started so so before the season ended, at least he's like, i right, throwing my hat in the race.
2: <laughs> and see, and there you go. Ronald said he uh, yo, he sat and watched how many team systems. I mean shit. Let me see. I, I pulled up his Wikipedia because I wanted to see That's how mean, many teams he actually
1: right.
2: hold on. Wait, 12, wait, 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 wait. Don't guess. Let me figure out the answer. Don't okay. guess yet. Okay, um, I got the number. I got I got the number, and uh, there was one team that wasn't in the NFL. I'm just gonna say that. So, because we're counting all the teams that he's played for.
1: Okay, so you include college and shit? No, but one team. Also, oh, he played in Canada too at one point. One year. Okay, so and I, um, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go with 14 teams.
0: Give me fourteen
2: for the win. Ah, got a head. So damn close, thirteen. You're one.
1: Oh, that was my original answer.
2: I knew that's why me throwing in the Hartford Colonials.
1: Extra Canada one. I was like, all right.
2: Well, so you would have been wrong if we were just doing NFL teams. I mean, it was twelve, not thirteen. Okay. The Hartford Colonials, originally the New York Sentinels. They played in the United Football League, the UFL. Oh, word! So I don't know what the fuck that was, but that's uh, how
1: old he is, though. Remember that
2: was in 2010. I don't remember that shit. I know what was I? That's what. That's what's weird. Like I, (laughs) I don't know the Hartford Colonials in 2010, and the uh, United Football League is what it was. Yeah. It's
1: funny because when I think of 2010, I think of being (laughs) at at Tino's house. (laughs) playing poker at the poker shack <laughs> you know what I'm saying i'm like i'm trying to remember football shit specifically like damn i was selling a lot of work playing a lot of poker throwing a lot of money
2: away <laughs> 2010 was the year that uh, i went to a bunch of uh nba playoff games i went to like four during uh, the lakers playoff run and i was always rocking jerseys from the opponent's team every single time i saw kd live <laughs> Um, it, it was the, the first time I think he made it to the playoffs. Uh, they lost. And then I saw um, Stoudemire and Steve Nash going up against the Lakers in the uh, the conference finals. And uh, the Suns lost. And then and then I went to game six and game seven of the NBA finals that year. And uh, Celtics lost both of those games. Bad luck for the opposing team. Nice. That was fun. That was a fun little run. And it was because I met someone who worked for a ticket broker. And so, like, the game six tickets, (laughs) I remember um, it was a little bit of cash and a little bit of 420 for those tickets. So it was, like, a perfect, like, trade opportunity for both parties involved. And then um, for game seven, I remember for game seven, um, we ended up getting the tickets for 600 bucks. I mean, they were nosebleeders. But I was looking on StubHub and Ticketmaster and all that, and it was pretty much like they got us the tickets for no fees. Yeah. Because, like, the person sitting right next to me, I asked him how much he paid for the tickets, and he said 900 bucks a piece. Mm. Well, we, I mean, just, you know, we, just had, we had the in.
1: If you're a fan, to be in the building, that's not a lot.
2: No. Like, and, and I remember as much as we were paying, someone still told me to sit down. And there was only, like, one or two rows of people behind me. Like, we could damn near touch the edge of the building. We were so fucking high. And uh, people still told me to sit down. I was like, all oh, the money you paid for these seats and you're not standing up, too? This is a crazy-ass game right now. That's, I uh, do <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's L.A. for you. Like, even the people in
1: nosebleeds are pretentious. They're like,
2: you know how much I
1: paid for these seats. <laughs> You the,
2: the funniest time was uh, there was this one year where, man, I don't know what it was, but I, I had a bunch of friends that year, apparently. But uh, everyone invited me to a Charger game that year. Like I went to like six of eight of the Charger home games for free. Like someone different, like invited me. And one of the people who invited me was actually a Thursday night game uh, against the 49ers. And I'm pretty sure the Chargers lost that game. And uh, it was insane though. So the seats that we got, so my friend was an EMT. He worked on like the ambulances and stuff. And um, someone had season tickets and he had those seats where like the wheelchairs like sit, yeah. you know, where they can remove the seats or whatever, like that type of stuff. Yeah. And I remember there was one point <laughs> where like, man, they were cold blooded behind us and uh, we were standing up and they were like, Hey, sit the fuck down. They were like, if you were the normal person who was supposed to be sitting there. You wouldn't be able to stand up. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> They were just being dirtbags.
1: <laughs> oh, they probably knew the normal uh, season ticket holder. Huh? If you see them at the every game, you know what I mean?
2: Maybe. Who knows? And and the guy was in a wheelchair who normally sat there because they literally had to go get a seat and uh, and put it there and replace it because uh, there was only one seat instead of two there. God, What'd you do, son? 49ers always dominate oh, the Chargers every time they play them, except for in 2018. I think that was like uh, that
1: might have been the first game we played after Jimmy tore his ACL.
2: Well, there you go. There's the built-in excuse right there because Chargers always suck. I mean, we can go all the way back to the the '94 ass whooping. Yeah. You know, like one of the biggest ass whoopings in Super Bowl history. <laughs> that was Mike Shanahan as the OC. Oh
1: shit! <laughs> yeah, Steve Mike Shanahan and Steve Young. They wanted to throw eight touchdowns. That was their plan, and they threw six, which stands as the record. You know what I mean?
2: And wasn't that doesn't Jerry Rice have the record for most yards in a game or most yards in a Super Bowl by a receiver in that game? Yep. Yeah. They dominated like <laughs> that. Made me not want to be a Charger fan anymore after watching that game. And then fucking, I mean, not, and then to
1: add insult, like you know, you had uh, you had Dion take one back. You know I mean? Yeah,
2: man, how crazy is Dion like to be that good to where you pretty much like make this. or break who's gonna make the Super Bowl in the I mean, NFC? I mean, it wasn't just him,
1: he was like, what? He just solidified any uh, any backfield, right? Any any defensive backfield. But he was the one it who held down Charles, Jerry Rice, the Charles Haley one, bro. Like Charles Haley, like we got rid of him. We that that was crazy.
2: So that was because after
1: the was, Super Bowl year. Yep. Damn. And he won. A, so no, after the um, because that's when he, he won three after the he won three with the Cowboys and two with the Niners. So
2: when we couldn't get over and the hump three and with like, the Cowboys and two, so he won all three with the Cowboys and then he won the last two that the Niners won. No, 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 no. How'd that he went work out with the
1: Niners back to back? Okay. 80, you might want to fact check me on this, but 88, 89, to my and if I remember from, from what I from because uh, I remember I watched a documentary on this shit. But a dude, um yeah, he got traded. He got trade, not tra- yeah, he actually he did get traded. We we yeah 86 86
2: to 91 with the Niners and then 92 to 96, and then there he we went go. back. That's crazy. Then he went back to the 49ers yep. three years later.
1: Yep, in 99
2: after after not playing 97 and
1: 98 they said he was hella funny like they were like they were like you know uh, they they're talking to Joe Montana right and then Joe Montana was like yeah he's like you know uh it's a real serious game you know what i mean uh, we're all getting ready for this game and then uh you just hear him pop on the loudspeaker like first of all he got into the office to get on the loudspeaker you know what i mean and yeah. he's like hey hey everybody hey hey everybody uh, it's Charles and uh we just want to congratulations to joe montana just had their baby uh they gave birth to a, a, a eight and a half pound nose <laughs> 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 and they said he was just hella cool like that but then like he had a switch bro you flipped the switch and he was he was loped out and then they figured out later on he had like he was bipolar or something you know what i mean yeah and then here's uh here's uh, uh Jimmy Johnson. He gets the phone call and he's like, yeah, you want, what do you want for Charles? What can you give us for Charles Haley? He's like, you want to give a Charles Haley? <laughs> you know what I
2: mean? Yeah, that's insane. And he yeah. said he hung
1: up the phone first, like to play like hardball. Like, I don't want to jump, get too excited now, right? He's like, then I call him back, like, okay, here we go. You know what I mean? Here's
2: the what what a, what a good move. That's some swag right there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't get too fucking excited and be like, oh, and then. then then the other person, before you even been setting any kind of deal, because
2: you know how excited they are, you're like, this it cost bro. <laughs> see, there you go, man. I mean, that's classic sales and negotiations right there. Right. That, that's also why I don't make a lot of trades. But the trades that I make in fantasy are always, always end up being good for both parties. But if you're looking at it from my point of view, it's always like, you know, like, or someone who doesn't want to see me do better. <laughs> like, man, you fucking trade rape that person. <laughs> hey bro! i'm a trading
1: <laughs> motherfucker bro i make trades
2: <laughs> and anthony said we talking charles haley yes sir and they said i met charles haley he doesn't do autographs man, he's that big time i guess
1: hey hey he was probably mad because as soon as brady got that fifth one he was like man fuck because he was the only one in the nfl history to have five rings damn and then Brady gets that six when he's like, this motherfucker. Because <laughs> now he ain't the only one tied in that month. I mean, you got to remember for the longest, it was like, as far as quarterbacks, it was like four of them things was, was the joint. You yep. know, uh, Terry Bradshaw had four. Joe Montana had four. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. That was the elite of the elite right there. Yeah.
1: That's so crazy. Brady is just, he has damn near double of them now. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, that's really insane. And uh, if they only knew that avocados was the secret Mm -hmm. to all of this. That's
1: all it was, bro. Mad.
2: He's from California, though. Not a lot of these peeps were from California. So he's been on that avocado diet, like, his whole life.
1: Right? Bro, he actually puts makeup on to make him look white because he's actually green, bro.
2: He's really the—he's really like the Joker. He
1: ate—he's been eating <laughs> avocados since he busted out the wound, bro.
2: <laughs> and Steven. Uh, the, so I, I get as of right now, the only other official person in uh in the third one is uh, his his name's also Steven. Steven Caldwell, though. So that that's it as of now. But I'm but I haven't told anybody about this third one yet. Um, so once I start telling some people, I'm sure we'll get some others in here.
1: So he, keeps asking me a thread. he keeps asking me to thread this crazy-ass, like, stretchy thing into, like, this toy with a small-ass hole. I'm like, it's not going to happen, bro. <laughs> I, I dig the idea, though. He's trying to make his toy into
2: a keychain thing. I think it's a good time to wrap a bow on this thing. We're coming back uh with the mock draft in about two hours. It's going to be me and uh, JC Money Design. We'll be on here as well, at least I, be- I believe he's going to be. I'm gonna see if anyone else drafting wants to get on here, it is going to be uh, going to be real dope. Uh oh, and song said Kyle Shanahan is live right now. Oh, word, let's go see what kind of shit he's talking. But uh, Bogart, let him let him know on the way out. Hey, you already know the earth is my turf, universe, give me money
1: by the power of the gang. Bang, bang. We 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 ain't trying to come home. From L.A., bruh. Let's go.
2: Let's get Let's it. Let's go. All right. Bro, you're out. Out. We'll see you back here in about uh, two hours. I'm, I'm going to put up the stream right now, so just make sure you go set a reminder. Peace out, peeps.
1: All the stat quo
0: Finna get a bag bustin' down that blow Out of East hope Where they know my name I know.